Welcome to the Doghouse, brought to you by Moto America, the official AMA racing series for the U.S. of A., led by 190-plus mile-per-hour superbikes, coming to you from one place, the other place we can't talk about because I'm not allowed to actually divulge where I am. It's a very, very important national secret, my location. You know, I was just wondering, is it still dark there? I mean, I know you're on the other side of the world and everything. Oh, that's what a racist comment. No, I'm at, I'm at like nighttime <laughs> dark. Oh, God. Wow. I don't even know um, where you come up with that stuff. Yeah, I don't. Well, I always assume you go to the lowest spot. So. <laughs> that's uh, not bad logic, but yeah. not this time. Not, not this, this time. time. Well, you shock me all the time. Uh, yeah, uh, you know, I try. I try. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. I mean, he just went right into the gutter. Well, hello, everybody. I'm here, too. <laughs> Words like, oh. I don't even want to talk. Wait, wait a minute. Coming from a carbon monoxide field location. Yes, we are going to die of carbon monoxide poisoning here today. But that's okay. Mm. Uh, I'm I'm good with that. I don't. I actually. Don't I'm care. not really. <laughs> what? Oh, well, you have stuff to live for. I have nothing. Um, so the only thing I have to live for is everything that's happened in the last. I don't know how many hours is uh, three days, seventy-two hours or so. Just a lot of lot of stuff going on. But let's 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 go with the racing to begin with. Uh, motocross. We got some championships. It was championship week. Re- uh, Championship weekend from Paula, from Paula out in the Californias. It was championship <laughs> weekend everywhere. You're a champion. They're a champion everywhere. A champion. Not, not really. Well, there was a lot of championships given out, so we, we'll talk about that as we go through the different series. But okay, we had, yeah. we have two new champions in the motocross. Yes, yes, we do. Uh, we have. Uh, let's talk two fifties, right? Uh, the mm-hmm. biggest, uh, to me, the biggest th- news is not that Fernandez won the championship. Fernandez won the championship because I mean it's kind of uh, written on the wall. Looked like and Martin did make a little bit of a battle, but I thought mm-hmm. Jet Lawrence getting his first win and his first overall win was the big news. Well, I think that is big news, and and I hope that means something for the future, and yes. I think it will. Yes, he finished I th- strong. I think, yeah, yeah. So I mean, I I think that's probably. You're right. I think that's the most exciting news uh, was was Jet Lawrence's performance. Um, but yeah, you're right. I mean, Ferrandez winning the championship was sort of, I don't know, you know. It, it's been like uh, three or four races ago. We kind of figured he was going to be the champion. I, I, I be honest with you, and I don't want to say that I'm a great prognosticator or anything, but I kind of thought Ferrandez was going to the championship well before that. You know, I'll be honest with you. The surprise to me in the championship race was actually how close Jeremy Martin got to him, points wise, mm-hmm. more than it was that Fernandez Fernandez won. Yes, right? I would I agree mean, that's, with that. Uh, I was I, when when I saw how close the points ended up being, I was like, "Oh, that's a shocker!" Not that he won. So, right? Um, yeah, I, I wasn't in love with the track there. That's not like, that was a big hill. Though. It was a steep hill. It looked like. Yeah, yeah it was. It was. You know, I mean, I there was parts of it I liked. I I don't know. Maybe, maybe I'm just having my bitterness towards NBC, and I'm taking it out on motocross right now. I think that's fair. You know, and then I because yeah, probably cause not their fault. But, no motocross recorded for me at all. Yeah, it me was neither. set. Yep, it was on my shows to be recorded when I look because I look every week to make sure things are are still going to record. It was set to record. It showed it was going to record, but it didn't. Thank you, NBC. Yeah. 
if you have I a racing, I I don't even bother with NBC for my motocross anymore. Yeah, I know, I know, but sometimes it's super sketch to find people to put it on YouTube for all of it. Uh, but anyways, mm-hmm, I know Lucas Oil. Lucas Oil puts them all up. Yeah, and then um, the four fifties, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, I was glad to see Sexton get an overall. I mean, to me that mm-hmm. was that was pretty cool. I I think that's a I, I, I was happy with that. Uh, Tomac, it, it took him a season, but he started, he actually had one of his better weekends, which whoever thought we'd be talking about Tomac a better weekend being a one, four, right? Yeah. I mean, yeah. That's the, well, but that is, I mean, he, right. he had what he had a three, one, right? The last go out, right? Yeah. It used to be, he was stronger outside. Used to be one, two. We were like, Oh my God, what happened to Tomac? Now it's yeah, like, right. now it's like one, Hey, two, five, uh, uh, ACC had the two, three, uh, Osborne, and I, I don't know if this is true, but I wrote down in my notes, worst weekend of the year at a 5-7. It might not be. Uh, I, I'd have to I, go back and look. I, I, I think for the weekend that you'd be right about that. I don't yeah. think he's had two uh, – I don't think he's had two races where he's been fourth or worse. Yeah. Uh, so, so, but he still wrapped up the championship. So congratulations to him, first motocross championship. I mean, he was, yeah. we talked about him at the end of Supercross. He was coming on. Yeah. Um, so, so that was, um, that was, hats off to him. I, I'm, I'm very happy for him. Um, I'm, when I go back, again, I went back and looked at the points and, and with all the crashes and all the crash, and we've talked about Adam Cintarola, I think he finished only like 15 points behind him. In second yeah. place. I mean, kept yeah. him honest. Uh, no, he's but, third overall. I forgot. Th- third overall in the series? Yes. Was Tomac, okay. who was a late charger, got within 30 points. And, yeah. and then here was my surprise quiet. Somebody we barely have talked about. Marvin Musquin was only about 45 points out, I think. I, I don't have the points in front of me. Well, he was third but going he was, into the weekend. Right, but he was he finished fourth in points, and I don't think we've talked about him twice the whole season. No, not much. No, no. <laughs> I mean, er, earlier we did, and he, he had some injury issues. He's he's not been because you know this is the thing with Marvin Musquin. I think he would be your odds-on favorite in the championship if he could just stay healthy. He just doesn't seem like he can stay yeah. healthy. Yeah, I, I mean, he's just he's just one of those guys. Um, yeah, whatever that yeah. injury he had that forced him to take, you know, all Supercross season off. Yeah, yeah. really must still be lingering because he doesn't look like himself. Yeah. No, uh, uh, and, and and I'll be honest with you. I I mean I I thought this was the the guy that was going to dominate the four fifties three years ago. Oh yeah, because he looked like he was getting set to, and yeah. the, and the injury bug has bitten him, and and I don't know whether he can't get the training because of the injuries he's had or. Maybe is you know some people they get that injury and they they're scared to go fast or he just goes yeah, back or, to France or, too often or the, or the, or they get a serious injury and then they keep having you know nagging yep. injuries yep. that continue on. I think that's more his his issue. You know, is you never get well because you got to go out and compete and you get beat up, so you yep. just kind of you never heal your yeah yeah. And I I mean we can't say that about Tomax. The Tomax issue is a whole different issue. But if I was him right now, if I was Tomax, I'd be saying. I look at those two guys that finished, the, you know, at the top. I'd be saying, you know, what do I do now? What do What do I do? Am I Am well, I never going to be the well, champion again? You should say if, I am better than them, as he is. You know, I, I will say this: or was if Adam Cicerola could stay healthy and not crash mm-hmm. as much and work on getting rid of the drops, 
Yeah. I, I think he I think he wins hands down supercross and motocross. Right? But he can't. But Eli no. Tomac has to look at these guys and said, I could have won this championship if I could have been consistent at all. Yeah. Right? Yeah, uh, Osborne, I'm I'm happy that Osborne won. I think it's great. He deserved it. He was he, he deserved, was consistent. He was the most consistent of all of them, but he was not unbeatable. He was not dominant. Uh that, No, he no no, he he wasn't dominant. He wasn't but but he had one thing in his favor that Eli Tomac didn't have and you mentioned it and that was consistency. And this has been an uh an ongoing problem for Tomac, right? He can be a world beater or a loser. Yep, and that's been since he left 250s. Right. So if somebody comes around and they're consistently, you know, a top three finisher consistently, he's got a big problem. Tomac's got a big problem. Yep. Yep. Right. I don't. He competes with someone like you know an Osborne or a C and Cirillo. Hey, that's why he struggled. More consistent. That's why he struggled against Ryan Dungey. Yep. That's true. Struggled. Right. He couldn't beat. He could beat him race to race, but he couldn't beat him over the season. No. Um, No. All right, so I'm gonna do, I'm, we're gonna go a little bit out of what we would normally do our order. Uh, I want to mm-hmm. talk about World Superbike because there's a whole bunch of signing <laughs> newses, yes, uh, and stuff, and they have a week uh, uh, race coming up this weekend at Estoril. Um, so let's talk uh, the first big one. We're Americans. God bless America. No place else. Um, no, I, I don't care about the rest of the world. He can bless it. He, if he does, he doesn't. Doesn't. Oh, I'm, I'm I'm interesting in listening to this for big American news and world superbike. Well, Garrett Gerloff resigned with um uh, the GRT racing team, so that's yeah. uh, so uh, I don't know if that's big news, but I mean, I I think he did well on the bike. I'm a little pissed off that he didn't get offered the pad of Yamaha, but I didn't expect it, right? right. You, you know, because yeah. Americans are just getting kind of screwed on the offerings. In my mind, but I say that, but I'm going to fix that later on. Um, but I, I, I don't see how you don't resign Gerloff. That to me would have been he a, raced a, that a bike, big mistake, right? And he raced that bike to places where I didn't think that bike was capable of going, yeah. uh, which is why yeah. I thought he probably should have deserved to look for the Pata Yamaha. But uh, you know, they had their stuff. They had they just signed Top Rack, and they moved up the 2020 Supersport Champion Locatelli is moving up yep. to the Pata Yamaha. And th- when you say that, it's like, okay, that's kind of that's not like we hate America as much as it's more like that's a natural progression. Yes, um, I think so. And Locatelli's young and and b- knows the tracks. Uh, so, anyways, that was one of my other announcements that Locatelli is moving up from Supersport to Pata Yamaha. Uh, which I think is a good pickup for him. He looks good. When I watch the Super Sport races, he looks good. He looks like he's matured over the last couple of years. Uh, Ken's big bit of news will be Rinaldi to Aruba a Ducati, which leaves Chad Davies rideless. Yeah, and I think that's sort of a slam dunk decision. Yeah. I, I don't see how you, you go, there, there's any way around that, right? You, you know, Chad Davies, who I really, really like is a rider, is just, kind of gone as far as he's going to go. Yeah. Uh, he's never been the same as he was when they went to the V4 Pentagali. So yeah. I, I think that's sort of where it is. You know, Rinaldi's he's younger. He seems to me like he's more competitive he's on a satellite bike than he than, than Chaz Davies has been on the factory bike. Yeah. I think it's a, that was a slam dunk decision. I don't think that's difficult at all. No. Plus, let's be, let's be honest. Chaz Davies is a lot more expensive than Rinaldi is. Oh, yeah, I'm sure Rinaldi's like, whoo, just in free sunglasses. He'll be like, yep, all in. (laughs) Yep. yep. Um, Other World Superbike news, which is a cool rumor, 
uh, Jonas Folger, who we know from the MotoGP field, uh, <laughs> is voicing that he wants to come into World Superbike, and it looks like it'll probably be an independent BMW team, which would be adding a third BMW which team. Which means Folger didn't have a ride for next year. Yeah. Well, we know he BMW. didn't have a ride for next year. Folger didn't have a ride for next year. Um, yeah. But that would be a third BMW team, which would be, you know, I mean, it's... I don't Too many BMWs, in my opinion. <laughs> yeah, you always say that. That was for Dave. I know you were just shouting yes, yes, that out to Dave. Yes, that, that, was, that was for Dave. I, I expected that comment to actually come out of Warren. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then they had the championship weekend this weekend, you know, their, their final round at Estoril. I think, I think Mr. Re- Reality, uh, Johnny Ray, only needs to uh, – I, I, I feel like I should freeze that. Uh, uh, copyright that word. Reality. Reality. Um, he only needs like a handful of points to lock up the championship, right? I think he has like a 59-point lead. I think you can score, what, 63 for the weekend? Uh, uh, yeah. I, I don't think – I think he can lock it up by finishing, I think, uh, 12th, 12th or, or better, better, right? Yeah. That, no. That's, that's yeah. kind of where it is. Uh, but he so the big be able question, to do that without and, and he has to do it in one of three races, right? Exactly. Uh, he, well, I mean, he uh, uh, no, I think fifth or better in the Super Bowl race. Um, so he has three shots to get score four points. Yes, right? five points. Five points. It's out of anybody's reach. Um, but we have to talk about his celebration because we know there's going to be a celebration because they all do these cheesy things. I think it's the sixth time. I, I want to mm-hmm. say that, that if there's anybody out there that knows Johnny Ray or tweets him, he's got to do the Ric Flair. He's got to do the woo. Oh, he's got to do the strut. Woo. He's got to. He's got to have the twenty five thousand dollars shoes. When are, when are you ever going to let that go, Phil? I love Ric Flair's entrances <laughs> and his interviews. They're the best uh, of all time. To me, to me, what are I? To me, if I was him, I'd roll a dice. It's guaranteed to come up on six. That's too much like what he did with the the four of a kind, five of, five a, of kind. a kind, and all that. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's a little played out. I think. I think the Ric Flair. Woo! I think oh, that's. Please. I think that's Sports Center moment. That oh, is Sports please. Center. All right. Uh, hey, I'm gonna roll into the commercials. When we come back from the commercials, we're gonna talk Moto America, Moto GP, and a bunch of news that intertwines the two, and a whole bunch of like weird stuff. So it should be kind of entertaining. Moto America is the official AMA road racing series for the U.S. led by 190-plus-mile-an-hour superbikes. Don't miss out on the best race and biggest TV ratings and fastest growth sport on two wheels. Moto America airs around the world on networks like Eurosport Live, bringing racing actions to over 50 countries. Fox Sports Asia and Star Sports China air superbike racing to 16 countries in Asia. Supersport Africa is airing Moto America Rewind to 19 sub-Saharan countries. Moto America viewership has exceeded 7 million already this year, and they ain't done yet. Round 8 will be with fans at Indianapolis Motor Speedway October 9th through 11th. Tickets and info at MotoAmerica.com. Unfortunately, Round 9 is going to be without fans at Laguna Seca October 23rd to 25th. But we'll be featuring drag specialties, King of the Baggers race, and vintage racers in the Heritage Cup. That's why you need Moto America Live Plus. At a Moto America event, there's action on the track all day with racing in five classes, including Superbike, Superstock, Stock 1000, Twins Cup, and Junior Cup. If you can't make it in person, here's how you watch. Moto America Live Plus features all-day streaming, 
starting Friday, Saturday, Sunday, plus video on demand. Hono Superbike airs live on Fox Sports Saturday and Sunday. The Supersport class airs live on MAP TV Saturday and Sunday. Then, in the days after the race weekend, you can catch Moto America Rewind and Junior Cup on FS2, plus get the backstories and inside technology on Inside Moto America on NBCSN. Check your local listings or MotoAmerica.com for all this info and more. All right, listen up, you mangy mutts. Your favorite guilty pleasure is now on iHeartRadio. Find us there by searching podcasts, The Doghouse. That's D-A-W-G-H-O-U-S-E. Listen, follow, comment, and share, if you dare. Ah! Ah! You know, that's what I say. I say, ah, because it's also on Spotify. Okay, Ken, next time you're in the studio, you can cut the Spotify commercial. I, I will do that. I will. I will do that. And by the way, there were no fans at uh, at Indianapolis this weekend. Yes, there were. <laughs> no, there weren't. They were. They were told to be like up in the corners and some of the grass <laughs> they were, areas. They were hiding out. Pretty no. They were. I was reading people's like Facebook message, Facebook postings, and stuff. Looks like they only let them into certain areas to watch. And it wasn't. Mm-hmm. And it wasn't the grandstands. <laughs> Yeah, it won the grandstands. That's for so, sure. So, anyways, uh, but we got a lot of um, a lot of Moto American news. I have two pages of Moto American news. Ooh. Um, yeah, I know. Uh, so we'll start with Supersport. I don't think there's any surprise. Rescue uh, Richie Escalante doubled. Right. Yes. Yeah. Uh, we just crown him the champ. I, I don't. I don't even know if anybody can catch him. Right? Did they crown him the champ? Or is there enough points next weekend? I think he has to do it next weekend. Yeah, I think he has to <laughs> score some points next weekend. Uh, does he, does he really? I think so. I think uh, SDK has kept it close enough. I don't know. I don't have the points in front of me. I, I screwed the pooch on that. Uh, but oh, it, it, I, I don't know. After SDK's crash this weekend, I don't think so. I, I thought it okay. I thought it was uh, mathematically, but now I don't. I don't remember seeing a championship announcement. I don't remember seeing a championship announcement either. That's a Which, good. That's a good. Good point. Maybe, maybe if Risky, if Richie Escalante crashed in yeah, both races, in, in both races, yeah, right, and and uh, SDK won both races. Maybe that would. Yeah, I, I think I think it's like forty something points. Uh, yeah. So, so you're, it's it's. I mean, pretty much he's he's the champ. He goes yeah. out and he cruises to a fifth. Uh, yep. But speaking of guys who just went out cruising and did not have great weekends, we actually watched Cam Bouvier's worst weekend that it's years. Yeah, yeah. It's been. Yeah, I, it, I can't remember the last time he had a worse weekend than this. It kind of remembers the old days that I used to enjoy when AMA Pro Road Racing would race at Daytona and they'd have the doubles in the Superbike class and Heron. I mean, uh, Hayes would crash out both times. And he'd yeah, like but, come I mean, out of there with no points. But did did you notice it made for and we had three races this weekend. Which made for was, great racing. It, it made it made the best ra- weekend racing in Moto America I've seen in years. Well, I don't know. Last year I thought we had a lot of good races. Uh, uh, I think this I think this was the most entertaining racing it, I've seen in it years. Was. That's my opinion. I mean definitely for the season. I mean, I love uh, listen, I know I'm gonna sound like a total fanboy. I love watching Bobby Fong win. Not yeah. because he's a because he's been a guest on the show. I, if you've ever met Bobby Fong, he's just a fun guy to be around. You know he was having mm-hmm. the time of his life, and with everything that dude has 
been through injury wise. I mean, last year he won a super sport championship with his foot dangling off because it was like just dangling. This year, mm-hmm. all the injuries he's overcome. It's just enjoyable to see somebody battle through that and win a race. No, it definitely was. Uh, and and you know the guy just loves racing. Uh, and then Zanetti, you know the Italian ringer from uh, HSBK Racing there out of New York. Apparently, yeah. apparently H. We'll get into this in a minute. But apparently, HSBK Racing, Celtic Racing, there is uh, is trying to make some big moves. Um, <laughs> trying, they actually well, they have, have been right. And Zanetti. <laughs> mm-hmm. So we now have our first. We actually have our first Ducati win of the year. It's uh, what was it? Bobby Fong's second and third, or third and fourth wins. I don't remember. Uh, I don't remember. Uh, I thought second and third. I know yeah, he won a race third, earlier. Right. So yeah. So we have the first time where Yamaha didn't win either of the races this weekend. And there was three. Yeah. So any of the races, really. Yeah. And the, the Suzuki's were much more competitive with yeah. Kim Boubier off the track. And yeah. um, the, I was really impressed with Zanetti because, um, you know, he, he comes here with a World Superbike spec bike. Um, that The only difference was that the gearbox was different. And the tires. Um, it come yeah, but that right and they, yeah the tires because they 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 run the Dunlops in in Moto America but he came and had outs he had he had outstanding races the whole weekend you know he looked, he won one he, he won looked, a race yeah, I mean yeah. how many people come their first time into a series and win a race but was this not just Tony a world just not a world superbike <laughs> he also yeah, Tony, had his crew, he had a yeah, world no, superbike right. crew there too did, 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 did Tony Elias win his very first race in Moto America I think he did. I know he won his first season. He won the championship his first. Yeah, season. I think he won. No, the I think he won race. the first race as well. I, I'm pretty. I have to go back and look. But, but I'm pretty but, sure. But but I but I look at this and I, I and my I was watching it very carefully. And I was saying, hmm, if Kim Boubier was present this weekend, which he really wasn't. It was, there was that was somebody else. But if Cam Boubier was present, would have Zanetti looked as strong? Because if you think of the rest of the season, Zanetti was battling Bobby Fong. Yeah. Bobby Fong wasn't battling Boubier in the earlier races. So, so what do we make of that? So, well, we got a couple things to make of it. So we're just going to yeah. bleed right into the news because we have a ton of news, right? Yeah. So my first bit of news, and I'm going to kind of roundabout and back to what you just posed. My first bit of news is Brandon Posh this weekend coming uh, next weekend. I'm sorry. Next weekend at Laguna Seca will not be riding the HSBK Celtic Yamaha. He's leaving that to go ride the Haonos Kawasaki that I don't know if it's going to be as a teammate to Escalante or as an es- maybe Escalante isn't racing because it's it's all locked up. But I guess not. I guess he has to race. But mm-hmm. apparently Posh is going to have a 2021-2022 uh, deal with uh, Honos Kawasaki. Because they released him from his contract early to pursue uh, endeavors for twenty one, twenty, and twenty two. So I it looks like a, I, I think that's a great move for Posh. Yeah, yeah, it looks like a great move for Posh. And then what is what is HBSK doing? And it didn't sound like they were upset about it. But to replace him on the bike this weekend, they bring him back the Jiggy Dog JD Beach is going to run the final round for the HBSK. Celtic Yamaha, uh, which makes complete sense in a lot of things for me. One, let's see how fast Richie Escalante really is. And two, yep. 
with all the job openings right now in Moto America, <laughs> not a bad time for JD yeah. and the and the world prominent, you know, the be, be, people getting uh, world, world recognition world. and stuff. Not a bad time for the Jiggy Dog to return. Um, uh, I would I would I would agree with that. Let me so let's let, so I'm, I I got my news and it's a little out of order, but I'm I'm hoping to save the best for last. Uh, Skull, uh, Westby Racing announced Skolts will not be available to race this weekend. I didn't see anything about a uh, a replacement. I I doubt that. I don't know if they'll put a replacement on the bike. Um, then the big question that was posed by the announcers and posed by a lot of people is, okay, is Zanetti going to come back next year for New York Ducati, which the HBK Racing? Right, the mm-hmm. Celtic Racing, the same team PJ Jacobson's on. I mean, the team did buy that bike, right? That was yeah, not given yeah. to them. They bought that bike. So it looks yeah. like they're dumping a lot of money into being competitive. My questions that I, 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 my, I have some questions in my mind is, is Ducati helping them out, right? Is this is this fueled by Ducati's interest? Where's Ducati's interest coming from? Is it like, hey, we want to win this series? Is it hey we want to win the series because overseas look at all the look at all the outlets I mean we're talking there's close to a hundred channels that are covering Moto America around the world right now probably close to the same amount of channels as following MotoGP right I mean it's 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 up there and there's a, so many national series and and regional series that aren't racing it's getting a lot of world attention my big question is and I got to e- email the guys at Moto America and stuff is are they going to be able to keep all those contracts for next year. The Star Sports China, the Eurosport Live, the this, that, and the other thing. You know, Fox Asia, the Sub-Saharan one we talked about, right? So are they going to be able to keep all that? Because that, to me, I think is bringing some out-of-the-area interest. Or is Ducati looking at this like we can send our World Trooper bike over there and we get all this extra free testing time Dorner can't complain about? Right. I know there's a lot uh, of questions. Yeah, I mean, I think a lot of that, and I mean, and, and Moto Americans can speak for themselves, but I think a lot of that, uh, you know, outside the U.S. covers they've gotten is because they were racing when a lot of the rest of the world was not. Right. right? So are they going to be able to keep that? That's a big that's, question. Uh, yeah, is, I think I think the rest of the world question. will be playing next year. They'll and, be racing. Yeah, they'll, they'll be they'll be racing, and and uh, I, you know, again, you know, we get into areas that we really are completely speculating on, but. That's never stopped Moto us America, before. Moto America, no, no, it doesn't stop us, and we, we would just make it up as being fact yeah, if it wasn't. Right. But right, but is Moto America just giving that away to all these channels for the exposure? If they are, it's a brilliant move. Yeah. I can't argue about that. Nope. Um, it, it helps their riders uh, get exposure outside the the U.S. But you're right. You know, I, is somebody going to take that feed? next year when all the other nations are racing actively. Yeah, so, we don't know. We, we don't know. We, we, we don't know. But I don't think there's a downside regardless because I think they accomplished what they would have wanted to accomplish, well, which I would. There's no thinking. I would, I, yeah. So I would think, yeah, there's no downside. So I, I would say uh, we're seeing Zanetti here because of that, is my opinion. Okay. Yeah, I, I, I agree with that. Now, I know Warren had said that you saw a thing that Zanetti wanted to go home. Yeah, there was an article. I don't remember where I read it, but Zanetti was debating whether to go home to Italy between the races because it's a two-week break. But then he was afraid that if he did, he wouldn't be able to be able to come back, but he really, really wanted to go home. So yeah. would he be willing to come back for an entire season? I Reading between the lines, I didn't quite get that he would be willing to do that because he's yeah. got a great gig. 
test riding bikes for Ducati in Italy. And right, and you know he's like kind of a local hero there, so he probably doesn't yeah. pay for yeah, food. Yeah, but yeah, but he's not that old. Okay, so he wants he doesn't want to be a test rider. None of these guys wants to be a test rider. How much glory do test riders get? Zero, right? How much free he, dinner and and free uh, soccer tickets does a Moto America champ get in Italy? Probably not that many either. And I'm not no, knocking he, Moto America. No, I'm just no, saying, right? If I'm Zanetti and you go, hey, you know, Lorenzo Zanetti, oh, you're the test rider for Ducati. There's a better chance you're going to be watching the soccer game front row than, hey, I'm the Moto America champ. I don't know what that is. Right? Okay, it's like where, it's like when somebody well, I, tells I, I, me I, 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 I'm a soccer player. It's like, yeah, good deal. Okay. Good for you. In, in my opinion, okay, yeah. this whole thing, and the reason he came over here was he wanted to see whether or not that he felt that he could come over here on that bike. If that was feasible, he could win a championship. I think based on what we saw this weekend, it is feasible. Okay, uh, okay. Well, yeah, He it has could, a world superbike motorcycle. He has he, a world superbike team backing him up, and he has a factory backing him up so well, heck yeah he can let, let me, do it let me ask let me throw in my thing to what you said is mm-hmm. i don't think it was his choice to come over here and race i think pj and those guys reached out to him and i think i th- i think uh i think ducati yeah, yeah. said to him go over there and t- t- tell him how much better i think he came over the first time as a salesman to get hbsk to buy that world superbike he rode this week Right, whatever because fact, PJ was what, whatever, running super what, stock. What, what, whatever the fact is, nobody was telling him to come over here and race. If that was his decision, okay, so people could have been saying, "Why don't you come over here and do this?" Here's an opportunity. Would you? I like don't, to I do don't know. He races. You know, he races in the Italian Championship. I'm not sure you're right on that. Uh, right? I, I can you, see Ducati. You, I can no, see I'm, Ducati. I'm just, I, I'm just telling you that I think it may have been suggested to him to do it. Maybe people were reaching out for him to do it. But ultimately, to come over here and perform, you know, in another country to do this, I, I think it was his call. You know how we'll know? We'll see what happens next season. That's true. But speaking of next season, mm-hmm. we will not. We will have a new champ next season. Thank because, God. Because Joe Roberts signed with Italian Ital Trans uh, Moto Two team, and he's going to be riding Bastianini's bike next year. Which made an opening at the American Racing Team, and they signed a two-year deal for Cameron Boubier. It's going to Yay. be racing Moto Two on the same bike that Joey Roberts, and we're going to talk about that in a minute because <laughs> I'm going to struggle not to say the f bomb. Uh, but he's <laughs> going to be riding Joey Roberts' bike in the Moto Two next year, which says to me two things: one, Attack Performance Yamaha has an opening. Look who shows up this weekend. JD Beach is like, hey, here's my. Here's my mm-hmm. uh, trial. You know, Josh Heron, I mean, both Heron and Beach have history with attack performance. So I think, right. I think, I think they're still in the driver's seat. Um, but it's a big opening there. Uh, I think if Joe, man, I don't know who's faster, Joe Roberts or Cam Boubier. I almost well, said, I, I feel I, like I, if Joe Roberts can put that on the pole a couple times and this, that, and the other thing, Cam Boubier should be able to work wonders. But I don't know, mm-hmm. right? Like, I mean, that's like that's well, like okay. Roberts has been over there a few years. He's right. had a chance to learn the tracks. And learn he, the tracks. It, 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 well, I mean, Booby has been over there before too. So it's been a while, though. I, it's been it's been a while, and there are some different tracks. There are some tracks on the circuit that, that he's not been on before. But 
I will say this, okay? I would give this. I would give the points to to Roberts. No, no knock on Bouvier, but Bouvier is coming down from you know from a superbike to what's roughly equivalent to a, you know six hundred, right? So that would be like a more like a super sport bike. When was the last time he was uh, you know spending a lot of time on a super sport bike? Granted, they're not directly comparable, right? Because the right. Moto Two bikes are prototypes still. Um, I don't know. I think it's pure speculation how Bouvier will do on the on the on the Moto Two bike. So, given that it's that much speculation, why wouldn't you go with Roberts, who's got history now on that bike, right? On on well, uh, a Moto Roberts two. got a uh, God. I hate saying this because I'm going to sound like an a hole, right? Mm-hmm. But Roberts is getting a bump up, right? Roberts is going to be on Bastianini's bike, so I don't, I don't, I think if you're American racing, I I think, I think he got more out of his bike this year than Bastianini did out of that bike, right? And everyone believes that bike is better than the one Joe was on, right? I don't think think there's any question about it's a better bike, right? So So it's a big bump. So I can't see American racing saying, "Hey, we can make." I mean, I can see American racing saying, "Hey, Joe, we can uh, make the bike." This, we feel we can make it this much better, and we can make it potentially better. Or Joe Roberts is sitting there going, man, I'm being offered on a bike with a guy who was a two, couple weeks ago before he ran in some bad luck was, was you know, within four points of the lead in the championship chase late in the season, right? Yeah. Um, so, so to me, it's a great move for Roberts. I, I'm hoping it ends up being a great move for the team. Right, I mean, it gives all of a sudden. I feel like as an American next year, I got a dog in the fight. I promise, Joe Roberts, I will not pick you in the pool. I will not Josh Harry. <laughs> Nor will I. Right, mm-hmm. um, but to, for Boubier, for American Racing to bring Boubier over, I think this is. I think m- Joe Roberts. I don't think anybody had big expectations for. None of us thought he was on a great bike, right? No, we, we're and he also, you know, he's raced overseas and in America. He he hasn't gotten you know even even on the message boards here he doesn't, doesn't get, get as much as much talk and recognition. I think if Boubier goes over there and out and performs as well as Roberts did on that bike, I think you'll start hearing other Americans' names mentioned for open rides, Moto Three, Moto Two, World Super Sport, World Superbike. Because if if he can go over there just like Zanetti came over here and wins a race, if he can go over there and podium four or five times with that bike, six times with that bike. I think it totally legitimizes everything that's going on over here in racing, right? I think uh, Wayne Rainey. Yeah, I, no, I, I agree. I agree with you, but I have higher expectations for Joe Roberts on that bike than that. I, I now, oh, yeah, I, I, not at the beginning I, of the year. I'm going to say this, and that is me knocking on wood. Yeah. I see Joe Roberts getting two wins on that bike next year. Okay, I, I, maybe I hope more. You're right. I hope you're right. The bike is that mu- is so much better. If he can just ride like he did this year, he should get at least two wins. And they owe him one today. Today, today. That's that's yeah. the big wild card. Oh yeah, that but, bike that bike is so much better today. Yeah. So All we right. don't know what we're going to see next season, but assume assuming things will be close, which in Moto Two they tend to be somewhat close. I would I would think that given that Bastianini competed for a championship, I and, and I guess he's not out of it completely yet, right? No, not yet. Uh, not yet. I think that there's no reason Joe Roberts has proven he's got the skills. I, I don't, in my opinion, I think he can compete for a championship. Wouldn't that be something? Uh, that, that'd be great. Now, 
let's let's talk about let's talk about the racing before I get into any of the other because I have some other um I have some other MotoGP news. I want to talk about the racing because we're on Joe Roberts. Well, we didn't even talk mm-hmm. about the Moto America racing that much. I do have something about Josh oh, Heron. Go ahead. I can give Josh Heron credit. The entire season, we have seen all these guys do interviews and discussions, and they barely mention their sponsors. Josh actually brought out his sponsor's product <laughs> and showed it off <laughs> and said, this is Fresh and Lean, my new sponsor. You guys need to try it. He gave them a freaking commercial. Uh, That's what our guys need to do to get these people to understand that Josh, they got to bring in the freaking money. Well, Josh Heron's been bringing in money for the team he's been on for I know. years. I'm just saying that the rest of them need to do that kind of crap. Everybody too. in the I, it's not crap. Do that stuff as well. Both you and Ken have sit in the media center when I've told the people at Moto America, "Hey, you, that's the guy you should be telling people to be like." I'm he plugs still waiting. I'm still waiting for my broaster chicken. I've been waiting years. <laughs> broaster chicken oh. was Jake Gagne. No, somebody's somebody's yes, broaster chicken this I year. I'm still waiting for it. Yeah. Somebody, broaster broaster chicken. chicken is back in the game because somebody held up a yeah, broaster chicken. Yeah, but we never got free yes. tastes. We well, I know that, but I can't remember who it was now. He's got who, the, who, who, who brought in broaster chicken into the series? Who, do you know? Ken? It, it had <laughs> no. to be Ben Spees? <laughs> no. You know who it was? No. Westby Racing. Oh my God! You're right. Yep, I totally forgot he did. Dave yep. Westby brought him in. Yes, he did. Man, I totally forgot that. You are so right on that. Good pull, yep. Ken. Uh, yeah. But all right, let's talk Moto Two. What the f happened? And how the f did they <laughs> f and f Joe Roberts in the butthole right there on the, on international TV? <laughs> yep. What the f- happened? <laughs> I don't think I've cursed that much. At my television since the last Giants game, but <laughs> or any Giants game since I even <laughs> looked. But but what the f- happened? <laughs> what are you think I was mad about how they held my boy back Zarco when they held him for thirteen seconds instead of five? And like we they never do got an answer why that. We was- never got an answer about that, and their answer to this was. Oh, well, um, he was supposed to start from pit lane. So you start the race before he's even around the last corner of his warming lap? Yeah. What the? Oh! And then then that SOB, and I mean that in the best way, Joe Roberts, got up to sixth. That was a win. You stole a win from that guy. No question. You stole it. What the? If I was him, he should have took his bike, went up and did a burnout. Right on the head of the, the head of Dorna. <laughs> Knock that dude. Joe Roberts, you need to hire the doghouse. We will come, and that S won't ever happen again. Or, or burn out a throw, big JR right in the front straight. I will throw straight. people on the track in front of the – I will throw people on the track in front of the race so they have the red flag. I mean, spectators, corner workers, I don't care. <laughs> I, you know, I, to restart I, I, it to make it fair. What and, the f- and, 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 and even the commentators, nobody had an explanation how he did not get to his um, – how he did not get to to to, to return, you know. He was back. supposed to start what end of tail end of the of the field. Yes, tail end of the field, and there was never any explanation. How do you start the race when he has not reached that point? I've never seen them do anything like that ever. Before. And they knew he was coming. Yeah, right. It was like it was like hurry up, get them guys lunch before Joe Roberts. They, they, they here. forgot. France, I'm telling you this right now, Dorna. The next time Germany takes you over, you're going to be speaking German forever. We're not coming to save you. 
F you. If that's the way you're going to treat Americans, his people and, died and, for your freedoms. And they're due. And they're due. And they're due. It's that time. Yeah. It's that time. It's that time. Yep. Uh, you know You know why? You know, uh, next spring when there's leaves on the trees, Germans like marching through France. That's all I got to say. I, I was watching that race, and I was beaten on my Pepe Le Pew stuffed doll the whole time. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I I had extra curse words when I watched the uh, motocross for Fernandez just because he's French. <laughs> yeah, that's right. But what happened? Yeah, I don't... I, like you said, they never really explained. There is no explanation. And there's that been was, no, no. And there's been that was no F America. That's all that was. There has been no articles written about it that I could find explaining it. They mention it, but they don't I explain actually, it. I was actually tweeting at Donald Trump, at the real Donald Trump. I'm like, we should be bombing France right now. <laughs> they just screwed over Joe Roberts, proud American, nuked them. What happened? Yeah, I- and, well, what bothered me was that there was no explanation of it. It was like, what's going on here? This makes no sense at all. The pace car is right I, behind him. The pace car had to pull over so he could pass safely. <laughs> yes, yes, <laughs> what I know. F- I'm so mad. Maybe it's something there should a new be a 20% penalty, we've never, penalty we've never on the rest of the before. field. He, he should have on the podium. He should have took his helmet up on the podium, and they were given the 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 window. Uh, what's his name there? Lowe's. He should have wrapped him in the head with the helmet and been like, he'd have crashed anyways if I'd been there at the start. And took the trophy and spiked it and left. They so are here's, so lucky. Here, I'm not president because I would have bombed France. So here, here's Monday morning. That I, boom, 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 boom. I don't. I, I don't get. Is I've seen nothing at least. You know, I didn't see anything. I obviously I haven't been able to look at uh, anything since Tuesday, but I haven't seen anything in there about Robert's team filing any kind of a challenge. I haven't. Read They're anything. probably still in shock. They're probably <laughs> still all standing at the pit wall. Was like, what just happened? <laughs> it's just weird. It's just very strange that I have not read anything about them filing a protest. I, I didn't see it's anything. Very either. weird. I, it, that's strange. Maybe maybe they're maybe they're uh, maybe they're petitioning to bomb France. It's it's a new penalty. It's got to be some sort of a new penalty. No, it's no not even safe. What they did is they put his life in danger. I agree. Right. Not only did they put his life in danger, but it was it wasn't safe for anybody that was on the track. Yeah. I mean that that is like I, I've never seen anything that ridiculous. Even Goonie Goo Goo Gus Track Day weekends wouldn't do that. <laughs> yeah, I'm just looking through a couple reason. websites right now to see if I, anything I was, came out hoping, in the last I, little bit. There's nothing. I, I'm, very, I, I'm very disappointed in you, Phil, because I was actually counting on you explaining that to me tonight. Oh, yeah, I did. It's um, it's France Hates America. Dorna sucks. <laughs> F you. I hope Moto America runs MotoGP out of business. There, I said it. What? What? Okay. what the, I, I, think, I think that next year... Right, I think that next year uh, Tony Elias lines up on the Superbike grid. They're like, "Nope, you get no points because you're not American," and we just, you know, like if they don't want it, what, what was that about? What? I, yeah, I don't know. We should we should post it up in the uh, MotoGP World Superbike pool. See if anybody's got an explanation because we don't. Yeah, and he still got the sixth. He raced the wheels still, off that thing, and, and, and he still got the sixth. He raced the wheels off that thing. He'd have won. He, he was doing like the fastest lap of the race coming through traffic. Yep. 
It's like, man, you you guys. That, that's like when they screwed Rossi over out of out of his championship in what what was that twenty fifteen, right? When they when they made him when they gave him a penalty that didn't exist, right? Yeah, Dorna. It's like f you, Dorna. Anyways, uh, Lowe's managed to stay up on two wheels long enough to win the race. Gardner and Bezecchi rounded out the podiums. No one cared. This just shows you how, how weird <laughs> 20, 2020 is that Sam Lowe's is not, he's been staying on the bike. Yeah. I mean, just, I mean, probably the COVID's helped some glue to the seat or something. Um, mm-hmm. And the, the points race has tightened up a lot in Moto2. I mean, it's, it's still, it's still a crazy type race. Yeah, but yep. I'm just so pissed off about what happened to Joe Roberts. No, I, can't I, I just focus. did a search nothing you know, for the last you know last week. There's nothing about it. I I can't. I I feel like I should be. Maybe the team doesn't have the money to file protest. <laughs> I, I mean, if they don't, somebody needs to reach out to somebody rich and be like, "Hey, we need some money. Get us this yeah, protest." Well, I I cannot I, imagine. Uh, you know, how, how much does it cost you to walk in front of the cameras down by uh, Park Ferme and say, what is this BS? I would have dropped the F-bomb right there on Eurosport or whatever they're on. I'd have been like, what the f-? Right? I, yeah. You know what I learned from that? Joe Roberts needs an American, some hillbilly hick dude or some a-hole from New York, to be a team representative to be there with him. <laughs> I would have went, my face would be all over the news in Europe and stuff because I'd be like, we need to bomb France and blah, 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 blah. I'd have been painting, God bless America, no place else right on the middle of the track during the race. Spray paint and all. I'd have like, I'd have like cut my jeans off, had some self-cut jorts, some combat boots, and I'd have grown a mullet just for that. <sighs> Sorry. All right. I think we've, I think we've beaten that horse. All right. Anyways, let's get into uh, the MotoGP race. Which, um, uh, you know, I mean, it's wet. It was a weird, weird race, right? Uh, and the weirdest part of the race was Alex Marquez found himself on the yep. podium. <laughs> he was exactly. like, what is this? Why do, <laughs> the race is over. How come I can't go back to my hauler? What is going on I here? think I bet he was on his bike counting. Wait a minute. There's only two people in front of me? What's this? <laughs> Are those lappers? I, 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 <laughs> Did I, I get lapped? <laughs> Wait a minute! I'm used to seeing 15 rear ends in front of me. I don't get it. Ooh, uh, okay. Um, but yeah, um, you know, um, Petrucci won, right? Which is what his second win of the season, or second win is of his career? Team? I mean, right? I don't yeah, know. second of his career. I second think. of his career. He won last year and then this year. Um, mm-hmm. <sighs> Dovey had a had a good race. A couple people. A couple people had. Um, yeah, the, the Ducatis seem like they did well in yeah. those conditions. Yeah, Dovey uh, and the KTM. I mean, uh, Spargrove rounded out the podium, so he he had a good race. But yeah, now that I'm looking at it, there's a bunch of Ducatis in the top top five, yep. six, right? Yeah. Um, yep. The 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 Honda the Yamahas. God, I don't know why you. T- I feel bad for Quattararo. Well, I was going to say the Yamahas right? were, were were the odds-on favorites of that track. Before this, right? <coughs> I know. Yeah, they definitely were. <coughs> yeah, and, and they the, didn't the, pan the, out. The, no, because the weather worked against them. Yeah, but like, but like, Vinales tenth, Quateraro ninth, right? The bike yep. you just beat the bike you're going to next year. <sighs> it makes like, you no know sense. what? You know what? It, the, the best part of the weekend for me was 
<laughs> Ross and I Crashing? Beat, I beat, no, I beat both of you with five points. Oh, yeah, in the pool? <laughs> <laughs> All of a sudden, Andrew, Andrew how, was... How, how bad is the doghouse that the top one, God. the top person in the doghouse scores five points? Yeah, and still wins. <laughs> I saw. I saw. Uh, Andrew was leading the pool by a lot. Now all of a sudden, it's a race. I got passed by five or six people this weekend. That's zippy. And the worst part is, is they passed me by scoring like twenty three points. Yep. It's like, yep. man, man, that sucks. It's been a weird year hey. for for picking. But in the other aspect, it's been a great year because in Moto Two and Moto GP, there are no clear odds on favorites right now. No, and it's no, a crapshoot every week, and I'm loving that. And we know that Mark yeah, Marquez I, I is not coming back at all this season, so we can't pick him. What What's that all about? He's fully healed now from from a broken arm. He's completely healed now. So well, why is he two, not coming they said back? Two to three months. I, I we're think, coming up. On, we're coming up on three months. No, we're coming up on two. End of October three. So it would only be for two races. I don't see the point uh, wait, in wait, risking. Wait, wait. It. A, a, end of October is three. Yes. Right. Well, how far are we from the end of October? Ten days? Oh. Fifteen days? Two weeks away uh, from yeah, the end yeah, of October? Yes, yeah. yeah, still two weeks. Uh, but yeah, I would, two weeks. I would say this. I would say I, I don't argue with that, right? Like, mm-hmm. I, I mean, I, there's probably technically enough. There's probably technically enough rounds left for him to win the championship. <laughs> there is. Is there? Oh, God. So, Quattro's leading with 115 points. No, don't make me do this. I'm going to count how many rounds are left. I don't want to do this. One, There's nine two, rounds three, left, right? Four, five, five rounds. 125 points. He can do it. <laughs> Take a lot of help, but he, he needs a lot of help, but he can do it. Um, I don't know. I I don't understand what's going on with that. Uh, but yeah, yeah I I just love that each week. It's like you never know who's going to win. And to me, that's a great that's a great season. When you, you know, I, I don't, I know there's a lot of people who are like, well, Mark Marquez is the best and I miss watching him race. I hate watching a race where I know the winner before the race for the flag drops. I don't care how many track records, as a fan of racing, I don't care how many track records Mark Marquez breaks. I don't care how many perfect laps he cranks out. What I care is three people going into a turn and never knowing who's going to be the leader. Right. Well, that, it's we we you could. It's easier this season. It's easier to do the process of elimination, right? Yeah, they eliminate it, themselves it, by the twelfth lap. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, you, it's easier to say who who's in my opinion who's not going to win than it is to say who's going to win. Right. I mean, right? you know, you know, neither factory Yamahas. Exactly. Well, you know, nobody on a bike named Aprilia. And there was a yeah, and the, but there was a decent surprise this weekend in in the results is Alex Marquez coming from eighteenth. Yeah. I, I mean, mean no one, no one anyone, saw that coming. Did anyone pick Alex in the in the pool? No, Step not since not. like week two. Yeah, so that was a big surprise. Uh, yeah, I that I it, it was. I'm not going to argue that that wasn't a big a big surprise, right? Uh, yeah, I, I think I think I think when you have wet tracks, right? That's the wild card, right? You can yeah. never predict. Because, that's true, right? But, and like but he's from probably 18th, though. He's probably well. He's also probably used to not like having to gas it out of the corners because when you run 18th, <laughs> you don't have to run fast, and that's good because right. you don't slide around. Um, yeah. But you know, he, he actually did have a really good race. I shouldn't pick on him. He had a really good race. Um, I don't think. Uh, to me, that was probably Paul Espargaro's last shot at winning a race this year on the KTM. I think he'll be the only. Uh, I don't know. Mm, five more rounds. I don't know if that's true. 
I, I kind of do because I think I think other people are going to try and be fast because somebody got to try to win the championship. Well, you know, <laughs> somebody's got to win. Polo Spargo's not out of reach, correct? No, nobody's out of reach. I, right. <laughs> literally, no, wait, nobody wait, wait, wait. is out of reach. Uh, Alex Marquez is out of reach. Alex, Mar- no, Alex Marquez is currently 14th in points, only 60, 70, uh, 68 points behind Quadraro. Oh, I mean, five more rainy weekends. And he's five more that. rainy weekends. He's in this bad boy. Look, <laughs> yeah. I'm, I'm telling you this, I, and, and I, we're going, I'm going backwards now, but had Joe Roberts, had Joe Roberts been able to race that one and win, Joe Roberts would currently be in fifth points in the Moto2 pool. I mean, in the Moto yep. Two World standings. standings. Yep, yep, yep. Right. I mean, so that's 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 uh nothing. Nobody is walking away, which to me makes a great season. I know there's a lot of people that complain about that, but to me, it makes a great season. Uh, before we punt out, I got a couple pieces of news, and they involve your favorite person, Ken Kaplan. No, God, not Lorenzo. No, better than Lorenzo. Although I was having an argument with people who were telling me how great Lorenzo did at developing the Ducati and the and the Yamaha before he left and Honda, and it was like, wow, you guys smoked the crack. If uh, he developed anything for a Honda, it was how to settle into 15th. Right, how to make a slow bike for Alex Marquez. Uh, right. but, but anyways, uh, no, it, it's your, your other favorite old-time Yamaha rider. Uh, two things. One, Rossi tested positive for COVID today, or maybe late last night. Uh, so mm-hmm. I guess they're going to test him again, but he might be out for the next round. So there, there, there must have been some COVID on the ground when he was rolling around. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> he had that COVID rock. Uh, yep. <laughs> the COVID trip. Instead of a gravel trap, it's a COVID trap. No, um, but I know with it, again, I was expecting you to say with his advanced age, it's really serious. But, it is. But uh, you didn't, so I had to ruin it for you. Um, so anyways, uh, he, he, he apparently he tested positive. And we know there was some problems before the weekend in the Yamaha garage. So um, they didn't wipe things down or something. Who knows? Um, but that's the thing. But here's the other piece of Rossi news. And there's some that I think is great. And one part that I think is a big is a big mistake. Uh, Sky Racing VR46 has announced that they're going to be dropping, or I don't know if it's announced, but the strong rumor mill says. I, I, sh- I shouldn't say announced. Because I and now that I think about it, I don't know if it was an announcement or just. I think it is an announcement, though. Uh, is dropping their Moto Three team, which I think is a mistake. Right, it's a great place for developing riders. Uh, uh, I I, th- I think it's a mistake <laughs> too, because actually the Moto Three team was their first team that VR Forty Six created. Yes, and I thought it was a great way to develop riders, and it gave you year it gave you years of working with guys and building up a team around them to get them to do well. Uh, so they're going to have their Moto Two team of next year is going to be Bazecchi and Vietti. Uh, that's going to be their two Moto Two teams, and they are going to be fielding their own Star Racing VR Forty Six GP team. It'll be a one bike team next year, and it's going to be uh, a little nepotism there. It will be Marini riding the uh, Sky Racing VR Forty Six, so he's going to be moving up into the big show with some of the other guys, no matter what happens. Uh, well, he needed some. He needed some sort of a decent announcement this weekend. Yeah. Uh, well, he's still leading the points, so that's that's probably. Good. Yeah. Well, he's yeah he's leading the points, but he not nearly as much as he was. No. Well, who is yeah. these days, right? I don't think yeah, right. anybody's race is out of, out of the reach. Um, so, anyways, that's uh, that's kind of where we're at on all that stuff. 
Um, so, so I wonder how long it'll take for the older half brother to replace the younger half brother. You think he'd race on his own VR forty six team? No, because oh, he, no, absolutely. he's going to Patronus. I think he does two years of Patronus, and then he gets that's it. Uh, yeah, I think he does two years of Patronus, and he just kind of goes into team ownership. Which I think he, I think he does two years of Patronus, and nobody else will pick him up at that point. At, at, you know, after his 70th birthday, so he's already got his own team in place. <laughs> he, he, so you're saying he, he has he, a ride what, forever? Exactly. I I don't uh, I I can't argue that. <laughs> yeah. I want to say I don't see that happen. I can't argue that right now. Uh, but anyways, um, F you, Dorner, for what you did for Joe Roberts. That's how I want to end the show for me. Uh, or at least explain what you did or admit you were wrong, right? Something. There's nothing. They're, they're, they're not going to admit anything. Nope. They're never wrong. That is true. Ask them. They will tell you. They're just like the doghouse. Uh, that, well, that is actually true. This week we got MotoGP at Aragon, World Superbike at Estoril. Um, Moto America is off and motocross is done for the season and if AFT wanted us to talk about them they wouldn't be on NBC yeah we gotta be able to we, watch we got, the races we got I've gotta get 15 points this weekend with four races yeah <laughs> can your 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 projection is a 20 <laughs> yeah, okay. Woo. Uh, anyways uh, and, I, it, and my projection is whoever I pick will wreck at the end of, at the end of this year we'll tell people how to jump in the pool for next year again oh my god what a what a train wreck it has been this year yeah. uh, till next week folks <laughs>